Practically mm. ancient. Yeah, you know what? That's that's getting close to retirement that's age. That's right. Is that? Oh, we should we should do a two thousand spectacular. We should talk well, about how how old each of us is. Well, it's right a, now. a two thousandth <laughs> download. It's not right. really a two thousandth episode, but we but don't it's know. It's still two thousand spectacular. But we don't know when that's going <laughs> to happen. We hit two thousand. If it takes two thousand episodes to get two thousand downloads, yeah, that's okay. Because I <laughs> I have no idea what we're doing for next week, so maybe we'll. Are we close enough for the two thousand spectacular? <laughs> Rich, could you just we're edit together uh, like a montage of <laughs> we're within like thirty five? I think we're like sixty episodes plus. The greatest uh, 1, hits. I think we're at like 1960. 960 to make up. No, I think we're at 1965. Yeah, so the greatest hits. Good all year. Need, Good year. All we need is a is a greatest hits. And welcome back to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, a Woo-hoo. pop culture podcast brought to you from Misericordia University, featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I'm Patrick, and are you ready? I'm Alan. I was going to say, are you ready? So oh, many players I'm, one? Like, I'm ready. Which, Which one's player two? Who's player one and who's player two? Uh, I really don't care. Well, frankly. you were asking <laughs> if ready wow. player, player one was ready, so that would yes. make me player one, you player two. But I'm you okay asked with player first. two. What? You asked first. You did. I you just said, said are ready. you ready? I didn't say, are you ready player? That's right. So you player. would. Because so, we normally be, we saw oh, player go. two. You can be player one. I'll be player one. <laughs> no, I think. No. <laughs> we should probably not stretch the bounds of credulity too far at the beginning. Is my mic on, by the way? I'm, yeah. just, I'm just asking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is it we shouldn't you know, I'm assuming my mic's on because we run an efficient, top-quality show. Well, Connor came over and was playing around with your switch, oh, so I was wondering if maybe. My mic is on, well, right? Well, he turned his back on. That was the thing. Okay. okay. So, so one was off and one was on in our okay. usual. But it does. it's worrisome to me that you're coming over to fix my mic now. Does it okay. all sound good now? All right. So it is Ready Player One. Yes. The Question. latest box office smash. Oh, no. Do you have numbers? I do have numbers, no, but I'm really... No, he wouldn't bring numbers. There's, there's one number that I'm interested in. It's done good? I've, it's done okay. Really? I thought it was doing pretty well. I don't know. It's not going to do well. I can only tell that much. I really? I have no idea how much it costs. Well, but Rich it does, didn't see it, so he knows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it did 50. <laughs> but much like, like Gotham, it did I a might know bit, more than It you. did a little bit <laughs> over $53 million over four days. Is that good? It seems good. What's the budget? I don't know. I, I didn't look that up. Man, I got to check. It's, I bet it's, it's $41 million for the standard release. It's the fifth highest Easter release of all time. Was well, something. Yeah. Well, By the way, is? can you guess what the number one Easter release of all time is? Um, the Easter, Easter Bunny. Bunny. The <laughs> Movie. Uh, the Flintstones. Nope. The live action Flintstones. I'll give you a hint. It made just over $166 million. $166 million? Yes. Was it an Avengers film? No. Was it a superhero film? Yes. Thor. No. Ant-Man. No. Deadpool. Black Panther. No. Um, X-Men. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> you asked Black Panther. <laughs> it just came out this year. I'm just naming superhero it's films. It's Easter release. It's close to Easter. Iron Man. Was it an Iron Man? Given how Black Panther's done, it wouldn't yes. surprise me that it's the fifth highest release. Iron Man? No. No. Um, You're barking up the wrong studio, my friend. Uh, Batman. Close. V Batman Superman? Begins? Closer. Batman versus Superman. What did you say? Yeah, V Superman. Yeah, it's Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Really? That film is terrible. Is the, which gives you a sense so that, that there's not a lot Ready of Player so, so Hollywood. That one. Yeah, Ready Player One is Ooh, the fifth. That's not a good sign. Well, no, that uh, yeah. Batman versus Superman was terrible, but it made a lot oh, of money. Oh, it made a ton of money. Yeah. yeah what was its so, budget? A lot. Because I imagine it didn't make it a lot of money, or did it just so yeah break even? But that's all. All the rest. Uh, that's all I've got for uh, the numbers were really not interesting today. Really? So. How's it doing on Rotten Tomatoes? Usually you bring some tomato. Uh, it's 75, Here. 80 for 75 critics, critics. audiences. So they seem to feel about the same. Kind of mechish. Yeah. That's all you got. That's all. Well, the only other you, thing I have. You're in a mood today. Like you didn't even bring numbers. I brought so numbers. It's like, numbers just, it's like well, you brought it, but you don't care. That like, should give you. Are you okay? No, but it should. Is be there me. anything you want to talk about be before we yeah. get into the movie? Forget Ready Player seem, One. We need to talk. We need an intervention like, right you, now. You just seem wow. Like if if you're not bringing numbers, I worry about. I brought you. number. I do have one more number. Okay. In terms of Spielberg, talked about where this film ranked in difficulty for him to actually produce as a film. Yes. It was number three. Really? So now mm-hmm. wait the the top the, like is it so it's the third. It's hottest? the third most difficult film okay. he's done. Okay. Et? No. no E.T. E.T. was just easy. a little puppet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Close Encounters. Mm-mm. No. Jaws. Um, Jaws is number one. 
because oh. of all the technical issues. I'm assuming, yeah, because of all, yeah, well, I, how do you train a shark like that? Like it's hard yeah. to get a great white to do what you want it to do. Well, well no. what you want to do is uh, to, eat people. Yeah. And that's pretty easy to do. <laughs> well, no. Well, so the first part of the movie is fine, okay, but you're like, so Jaws, swallow this can of gas. Yeah. Like that's yeah. harder to. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, oh don't eat Jaws, this when Jaws, he's the lead character. I know you're like halfway through that dude's leg, but you're kind of off your mark for the lighting. Right. So we need to just take it from. You're okay with that, right, Larry? Okay, good. Extra two. And Larry, stop screaming as much if you could. Yeah. Less screaming. Yeah. And Jaws, get a little less bloody, maybe. Like I want, I want the water churning. Yeah, and a little. You're looking like you're enjoying it a little too much, Jaws. <laughs> want the audience to somewhat it to feel more, with you. yeah, more natural. Yeah. Oh, really. and, ja- and Jaws is writer <laughs> in his contract. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All the uh, krill he can eat. Only yeah. people dressed in green. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which made it difficult when they did the green screen effect. Yes. Yeah. And so his trailer. What was the yeah. second one then? Uh, second one was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, those again, are the most difficult the scope, ones probably. to do. Saving Private Ryan was one of the hardest ones for me to watch. That's a tough really? one to watch. Oh, it's a terrible film. Really. I've been watching a long time. First, so the opening's know. great. The, the opening, rest yeah. of it is a little, you know, a little. Back are you on are it. you suggesting that perhaps Spielberg type films politically ideologically have issues? I'm suggesting that perhaps was that before or after they lit the people on fire. What in the opening scene? Okay, never mind. In the opening scene, that happened a bunch. Oh, oh, people on fire. That's what I said. Yes. There were people in f- on fire? I remember people more well, on the water. Yeah, I remember they was getting mowed well, down. Well, there's a point where the they take a flamethrower and, and light up an entire bunker of people, and they went out screaming on fire. Yeah. And they say specifically, don't shoot them, let them burn. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> that was a yeah. great scene. <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing. I was thinking, was there ever a movie made that was more made for our show? Besides the- Ready Player One? In Besides theory, yeah. Movies? Yes, I'm sorry, moving to Ready Player One. Yeah. 80s nostalgia. Uh-huh. By Spielberg, mm-hmm. somewhat carelessly wrapped in a kind of <laughs> vague, larger statement about the interweb and its effects on our human community. Uh, well, let's not go too far with the larger statements this movie is Well, is I said Cause, cause carelessly wrapped in a vague, kind of larger statement. Come on, yes. man. This is us. Yeah. <laughs> it's 80s nostalgia. True. Blockbuster picture mm. and kind of half-assed commentary. I mean, really, yeah. the best – the only thing more is a Michael Bay movie. No, because <laughs> one of us hates Michael Bay. I've, I've got a fair foul on that. Excellent. Oh, yes. wait. Are we, wait, we're we jumping to, to Bay. Whoa, whoa. Should we go to Bay right away? Like, Bay is usually the climax. <laughs> I think you're, I like, think if we're leading with Michael Bay, I, I think this, fear I think where this show is going. Oh, don't worry. Can I think this will lead? So here, this okay. is a quote. Say what you will about Michael Bay's Transformers films. <laughs> <laughs> At least they don't pretend to aspire to anything more than brainless spectacle. Ready Player One may aspire to more than spectacle, but certainly doesn't offer anything more. Foul. It is fair on Ready Player One, okay. oh, which is where is I want to end with like my my unhappiness with it is it's it's intellectually a pretty underwhelming. Uh, that's going to be a problem. But the 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 foulness of that mm-hmm. is that it mistakes Bay. Is just unthinking spectacle, mm-hmm. whereas Bay does unthinking spectacle to get us thinking mm-hmm. about the spectacle that they've do, missed. Do exactly. you want to know who that quote is from? Who's it from? Me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I call it foul. So I, I feel I made it up. I feel that's about right. <laughs> totally made it up. I would have loved like, if you had said if, it's from Michael if Bay. If your plan is to end with the problems with the film, yeah. then we got a problem. Yeah. That's all you got? Because that's almost all, all right, I got, well, I got problems a, with well, this no, wait, I've actually got a couple of things I like. I've got two things I like. All right, let's talk about things we liked. Okay, good. And then we'll dig in. Number one, well, Columbus, Ohio. Okay. How did I represent? Yeah, how did, yeah, yeah. apparently, for some, reason, guy, they future, changed, for some reason, they changed it from Oklahoma City, which is what it was in the book. Yeah. Oh, because Columbus, Columbus is way cooler. Well, yes. You can't tell because it's just Present-day Columbus is. Ready Player One version of a Columbus Less cool. <laughs> no way. It, it's it's the home of the resistance. <laughs> okay. Smart <laughs> gaming okay. resistance. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you really? I've got thoughts on the resistance. <laughs> uh, well, no, I, I want to talk about that, but we're, we're, we're focusing on the positive. Yes. This is the third hardest film Spielberg ever made. Yes. So let's talk about what he accomplished. Yeah. Number one. So Columbus, Ohio. It's literally Columbus, Ohio. Okay, so I've got the equivalent of that. Yes. That's how the movie spoke to your childhood. Yes. Or did you did you pick up on the particular instance in the film that sort of was geared towards me? No. Did you stay for the credits? 
Yes. Was it the Hall & Oates song? Hall & Oates. You make my dreams. See, that's on my problem list. That's on my... <laughs> that's I one of why. my two good things. They, why no King's X? Okay. <laughs> there, there are more the, than the, two good things. The you make my dreams. That was, so, yeah, so that was what I liked. That, but that, you will see, bunch, that wasn't enough to salvage the film for yeah. me. You will see that I'm reaching. But, but I appreciate that. Of course, any apocalyptic future should be preceded by corn syrup droughts. In bandwidth riots. Oh, that's what it was. I couldn't remember what yeah. the problems. Right. Of course. Like yeah. it's corn syrup Massive and bandwidth. Massive air quotes. Problems. What other kinds of crises will lead to that future is my question for you. What? To the Ready Player One future? Yeah. Like this, uh, this, this sort of on Twitter usage? semi-dystopian future. Yeah. Well, it's – without getting too much into my critiques of the film – no, I'm not talking about the film. I'm talking about now we're writing it. Like, oh, what would you it. add to the corn syrup droughts and the bandwidth riots? Ooh, corn syrup droughts. Uh, I've got well, a couple ideas. Twitter outages. There's probably got to be a, a <laughs> massive quarter shortage because they can't play their video games. So massive quarter that's shortage. That's sort of funny, yeah, but got, also just really I, ancient. Yeah, they're not <laughs> usually. Not but the really. movie's all based in '80s nostalgia, so. Right. It's based in it, but they also play uh, in I was thinking more oh, broadly, like, oh, break okay. out of the film a little bit. How yeah. about uh, lack of outlets to plug in all the video game equipment? That's not bad. The, the, yeah. out, outlet, the, shortage. the outlet shortage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not no, 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 power. No. Power's fine. No, no, no. It's the outlet. Outlet rationing. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. You, you would have to ration. Yeah, power outlet rationing. So I had, I, I thought maybe auto-tune kills the soul in music, which kills the soul in people. Except you feel like the soul of music's already been killed. Well, by hollow notes, more or less. Whoa. Not just by them. Here's my <laughs> wow. Philly soul. Was How that defense? They the soul of music if they are soul. More seriously, because they have mm-hmm. control of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Corn syrup droughts, bandwidth riots, and films about people drowning in nostalgia, making mm. the culture stagnant. No, or literally, or, so or, many uh, of them begin to physically just not drown. Just films, but like, in because nostalgia. in that way, in that way, Ready Player One becomes part of the story that it's telling. Yes. As also, well as possibly people becoming orange all over. Damn it. <laughs> you, know what, you know what my last one was? What? An orange hobgoblin is elected president there of the United go. States. There you go. That could do it. Um, so, yeah. I got, other, the, I got go one ahead. more thing that I like. All right. I, then I'm going to have to list a couple in a row because I've right. got a couple. Oh, okay. Go, well, that, then, you know, if we want to shake it up a little bit. Right. What else did you like? <laughs> I'm glad this is so organized. I kind of liked Olivia Cook in this Samantha? film. Yeah. Um, who I recently saw in Thoroughbreds. Okay. And if you've not seen Thoroughbreds, you should. Is that about horses? Only vaguely and oh, okay. in ways that if you love horses won't make you happy. Oh, okay. So, oh, dear. Spoiler alert. Wow. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad you asked that question because I just assumed. But, so she plays <laughs> kind of a, a troubled elite teen okay. at a boarding school in Thoroughbred, playing a totally different role here. We talked about <laughs> Alicia Vikander last week. Right. Olivia Cook. Alicia. <coughs> Alicia. No, I looked it up. Jimmy Kimmel, Alicia. it's definitely Alicia. Yeah, we had this conversation last week, too. No. Yep. So anyway, no, because we didn't do two weeks in a row. Last week we did that two weeks ago. Okay, two weeks ago we had. <laughs> are you okay, Rich? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> He's literally choking to death. Yeah, we're I'm arguing like, about how and to we're just, it. And we're just talking <laughs> over it. Yeah, like this Rich stuff is, matters. Is literally Stop dying. choking on Mike. Quit your cold darn coffin. Yeah. And yet that feels right for the movie we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking maybe we could get uh, Olivia Cook on the show, Rich, before she gets too big for us. Not after. Today's show. I will say this. Vicky knew it was her just from her voice yeah. before she showed up on screen, which I, I thought was a, with her, so. which I thought was a pretty impressive get. One, more th- one other thing I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Nolan Sorrento character uh-huh. really looked like the assistant principal from The Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. And so Do you know there was this, this yeah. kind was of like – Was that purpose? I don't know if it was or not. I don't know, he, yeah, he totally I, – I, there, yeah. there were many a time I was like – that's not the guy that played the sensible from yes. Breakfast Club. Yes, because yep. that was the, he's the, not, but he may other, as well be. Because the right? other thing that yeah. I liked was I liked Nolan Sorrento as the bad guy and kind of all around corporate douchebag. Did you really? Well, just because I found him kind of flat. Well, the, I, I boy, we don't like anything about this movie. Like, is this just together? Like when he when he puts on <laughs> yeah. like his he he seemed like such like your dad trying to play yeah. video games. Well, his avatar like when, is such your dad building. Well, and then an when avatar. he puts on like he puts on like his suit. Yeah, over his shirt and tie, and just looks so uncomfortable and ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "Yes, that is your character to a T." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like he, he he seemed to be trying to like be what he's like the dad that's trying to be like cool with the youths. Yeah, but he doesn't really care. Right. <laughs> he calls them um, the youths. Yeah, it was I just guess, I was like, I, I, I liked so him. I didn't. But other than, but but that 
is the end of my list of things I liked. I got one other thing, because I think we could talk about the soundtrack a little bit. It had your Hall and Oates. Yeah, my Hall and Oates. That was the downside. That was the upside. Van Halen wasn't terrible. Like, as it a way wasn't, to open but a film. I kind of expected more. Like, they didn't, like, right. you start playing well, the opening you jump, and you've got to crank that up, and it just got softer and softer and along. When Van Halen's okay, you've done something wrong. Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> they, they used almost an entire Joan Jett song I thought in you'd the body of the that. film. Yes. That I liked. I thought you'd like that. Twisted Sister was a little too on the nose for me yeah. at the end. Like the boombox and the video game. Yeah, we're not going to take it. Yeah. Uh, they did have the Bee Gees. Yes. That's nice. Blondie. What was the Blondie? Uh, the one Blondie. way or another. I don't remember that one. Yep. And then Hall and Oates. You Make My Dreams That's was at song. least buried in the credits. <laughs> Which to me was, buried in the credits. yes, like so. You saved the best for last. Yeah. Yeah, when everyone's so walking you, out of the theater and not were, listening. Were you upset that they didn't play Take On Me? No. No? no. I thought you might have felt like shortchanged. No, like, I was fine with it. Because it's a movie that should definitely have played Aha. It should have. Aha. You could have, no, it's just Aha. Okay. Uh, they they could have played it, but uh-huh. also, you know, <laughs> I'm perfectly content that they didn't. Okay. Um, then I've got a couple of things that weren't terrible, and then we can talk about the terrible. Oh, before that, do we want to talk budget? Oh, did you look at the budget? Yeah, sure. Because you said it made, what, 53? Yeah, over the four-day weekend. <laughs> its budget was 175. Oh, so it's going to do fine. Wait, that, wait, that was four days. It doesn't have legs is the question. Yeah. That's a good question. Because well, there's, nothing, com- right there's nothing coming out this right. week beyond Rampage. No, Rampage is two weeks, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, this week is yeah. There's nothing coming out this week that I think is really going to challenge right. it. So it'll so probably have. A, it'll get halfway to. It'll probably for stay itself, number one. Maybe. So, and I'm not sure how the worldwide is doing, but yeah. it, it's it's going to be fine. But yeah, financially, yeah, uh, but probably not great. Yeah, that's my be totally sequel. uneducated prediction. Yeah. yeah, I did sort of like the idea, poorly executed, and too preachy about the way private corporations own and control us, where you literally get in debt and they throw you into what is essentially like a video gamer concentration yes. camp. Yes. The point is not a terrible point. The point is not a terrible one, but and, and, and that I'll, I'll, I, that feeds into one of my larger critiques of the film. So. Okay, well, go ahead. Let's start critiquing the well, film. Well, I, I think one of the issues is, and, and it's the same issue I have with the novel as well, Yeah, is the fundamental lack of building the world in which Ready Player One takes place. Okay. Like, you know, it's supposed to be kind of this dystopian world. Yeah. But beyond, like, the one mention of the corn syrup riots <laughs> and, and the bandwidth. Bandwidth whatever. riots, corn syrup drought. Sorry, it's like you didn't even pay attention to the film. Like, there's no sense of, like, what there's no sense of what life is like in right. this world. Well, it looks pretty dirty there isn't, in, there the, isn't one. in the stacks. But that's all we see is the stacks. And yet right. everything else is, is you know, that, cause the thing that really right. made me at, at the end is when the police show up in police cars. I'm like, yeah. seriously? Like, there's a dystopian world that's kind of falling apart, but the police still function. Well, they could function. Yeah, it just yeah. made, like no, it just made well, the, no the, sense the to me. The question is really is how dystopian is the world? We have no idea. Right. The world in the stacks, no you get sense the of sense it. of dirt and poverty and deprivation, but you don't really get anything else. Right. Like, and every other th- every other thing we see in the world is just everyone on their, their VR yeah. glass. Like, there's no sense right. of this. And so, like, the, yeah. you know, I they did. mention the loyalty centers several times as something yeah. people are afraid of. Yeah. And it's only very late in the film that they finally explain what that right. thing is. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so that's why everyone's afraid of this. Right. It might have been nice to have some sense of that prior to this point. Agreed. So, Agreed. That seems fair enough But, yeah, me. there were just, I mean, there's just a lot of things, you know, um, yeah, that, that, um, you know, for a world in crisis, there's not really a sense of crisis. Yeah. Um, the attack on the stacks, like when they blow up the, the trailer park that, yeah. that his aunt and the boyfriend are in. Yeah. Like that lacked any kind of punch because both the aunt and the boyfriend were pretty horrible people. Like you they still don't want to see him get murdered. But there was no, like, I had no, like. So you didn't care. You no, were like, I didn't care. Did like you cheer mo- him on? No, I didn't cheer like, him on, but the movie just didn't, I didn't care. I mean, care. I did. You didn't even see the movie, Rich. Well, I, I, just, I felt yeah. that it happened. I didn't, I didn't like, I had on, no. You know, I can sense when that kind of Like, there was happens. no emotional attachment to them whatsoever. Yeah. Like, no, um, I did. game. I, everything I, felt I, very flat to me. I would, I would say that you could make that argument about pretty much every character yes, in the film. The whole film is flat. Even the male lead, Wade, is sort of. Law. 
Yeah. There's a lot of blah. Yeah, he's blah. Like, there's a hard time. Like, I didn't realize – it wasn't until I was actually doing research Except for, for Olivia Cook, who we'd like to have on the show. That I didn't Indeed. realize he wasn't the same actor that played Reed Richards in the most recent Fantastic Four movie. Because for oh, the no. longest time, I thought that was the same person. Oh, yeah, no. And then I was like, oh, no, it's someone else. Yeah, that guy but was yeah, way there, too there's, um, you So know, you, you didn't feel any, like, swell of enthusiasm as kids rose up and seized control of their own future? Is that what you saw happening? <laughs> well, they did. did they we got, did they you got go control. Movies? They yes. got control of the Oasis. Yeah, they got control of the Oasis, and now they're telling everybody that they, you know, have to take Tuesdays and Thursdays okay. off. Which, by the way, given the fact that that world's entire economy is the Oasis, yeah. I don't think you can take Tuesdays and Thursdays off. This was for me. It'll destroy the but also this the was... idea that the revolution is them taking power from whoever had power before. Yeah, it's not really revolution. That's changing who's got control of everyone. Yeah, but they're using it in a new way. The, Are they? The, 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 worst part, the worst part, the worst part of the film for me by far mm-hmm. was the ending. Yes. Oh, like with, with it, part of the ending. It builds to this kind of climax. And then, like, I don't love Spielberg maybe as much as I should. Yeah. Because it felt Spielbergian to me. Oh, it did. And the well, way it just, it doesn't deliver. So, number one, there's hollow notes at the end. The chase scene in the van yes, is the most um, tepid, stagey kind of, oh, every time he's about to put the key in, the van yeah. gets bu- – it's it like one it thing, just – oh, Well, that was one of the things, like, I realized at the end, this yeah. doesn't feel like the ending of a 2018 movie. Yeah. It feels like the end of a 1984 television show. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's because there's that. There's one big. Reference. Oh no, there, there's oh, sorry, worse. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got. Yeah. I've got more so on the end. So there's the, the the chase scene at the end. Like if you didn't feel invested when um, aunt and boyfriend were killed, no. I was not only not invested in that chase scene. I was yeah. like, when are they going to finish this? I was like, I same. don't need <laughs> to watch. The, I just the van, go home. The van get bumped every time the key's almost there. Yes, like there's there to me that is there's no suspense. No, and it's like. It's like student filmmaking. Well, there's no as suspense. opposed to like real like. Well, but again, like artistic vision. Not not to jump away from the end, but that idea yeah. that there's no suspense. There's no suspense in the movie at all. Yeah. Because the five people we see competing for the egg. Yeah. Are five friends. Yeah. Like the top five people in in the movie competing for it are all friends. Like there's no stakes. Right. Like in the book. Well, you don't actually know that Dido and Sho, they're also competing, but they don't know them until near the end of the book. So you have no right. idea what their motivations are. Right. It's literally like, oh, so the top five are basically the five friends that are all going to end up doing the same thing. Right. But even like, – there's no not suspense. Even like they want different things. Somebody told <laughs> me that in the book that um, Artemis and Wade only meet each other relatively late yeah. in the story too. So the, yeah, the chase fact that they all was, were friends from the get-go, like it, it, yeah. it got rid of any stakes. The chase scene was, I thought, one of the least interesting climaxes yeah. to a film that it I've ever seen. It was very dull. Then there's the kiss in the end, like where they're still in the van and Wade is like hooked up to all of the virtual reality yeah. stuff. And they're kind of floating in the air as they, they, they kiss each other. Yeah. And I could hear like in Spielberg's imagination, like the audience in the theater around me going, ah, And it was just – totally flat yeah like it had no, it drew no response from the yeah. audience well, whatsoever like even, watching those two it? get together yeah two people don't oh yeah like they, they like no they just there's no, no well there's no there's no depth to the characters at all and the floating was just stupid, stupid. like it was just yeah stupid but there's something even worse about i've the got ending. two things that are still worse with the end okay i want to talk about the residents of the columbus stacks right so he he signals to all of them you know via the oasis that they're being chased by this bad guy i think i know i might know where you're going and they need the 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 residents of the columbus stacks to come out Mm -hmm. right and so the bad guy nolan sorrento gets out of his car Mm -hmm. and they all confront him he literally holds his gun in the air Mm -hmm. and they part like the red seas yeah that is what's what's the point yes like what's the point of yeah. Sending this message. I'm like, well, what even all that? those guys standing behind him yeah. could have just tackled him from behind. I believe I have here. He well, isn't also, even aiming at anyone. And Rich, so I want to remind you, you did not see the film. Yeah. Yep. But it does match my question, which have. was, <laughs> like, but does nobody in the stacks have a weapon? Yeah, same like thing. Like a bat, a club, a gun? Like, a lock? 
This is this is one of the two things. Yeah. Fists? Sorrento <laughs> literally holds off a mob of hundreds just yes. by holding up the gun. Yep. He isn't even aiming it at anyone. Right. Thus, and so how easy would it have been for someone to just clock him from behind? Right. That's what, exactly what I have in yeah. my notes. So, and it, it undermines the whole point of like so this, stupid. of this virtual community becoming a real community. Yeah. Not in any way that matters. Not in a way that any of them is willing to take the slightest risk. Not even to a risk. Themselves. What risk is there? 30 of them are behind him. Just gang tackle him. You're done. No, agreed. Like I, the guy's not even pointing. Like, I can understand I, if he's, I, like, brandishing the gun right. around, but he's literally just holding Completely it up. Completely agree. Yeah. It was just – it was it just – It was ridiculous. It was ridiculously shot, and if there was a point, which I think there was, about sort of community and the way that you could translate what was virtual yeah. into the reality, it was totally vapid. Right. Well, but that's the other totally thing. I mean, vapid. when you think about that, you think about, like – the movie gave me no real reason to care about this world. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. Right. You know, like, there's no solidarity with them. Um, you know, and, and even, like, the way in which that the, the, the group of people all working for IOI, that then they all become invested in Wade and they're clapping yeah. after he solves the game. Like, you literally were doing your best to just prevent this from happening five seconds ago. Yeah. And yet all of a sudden you're all like it was just not there was nothing earned. Right. And then of in course terms of the emotional payoff. And the revolution is that the company will be run by five people instead of one. Well, it depends. And that it won't be open on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes. Which to, like Viva to me, la revolution. if you if you really want to make a film about virtual reality and the interwebs and what it does to human relationships, that's an interesting question. Well, there's there's another the, question to that too. The solution, however, that Tuesdays and Thursdays we're going to let reality be real mm -hmm. is the saddest, most disappointing kind of payoff yeah. I can remember in a film. Also, You're assuming reality isn't, yeah. that the five of them are going to run it. I'd just like to point out that the yeah. only characters we learn about with the happy ending yeah. are the two white characters. That's true. The ethnic that's characters fair. are kind yeah. of shuffled off into oblivion at the end. I'm like, oh, that's a lovely message. Yeah, they're probably running it from behind the scenes. You think? You know, oh, yeah, better. sure. Yeah, that, that <laughs> makes it better. That the, the Yeah, no, it's how, what, I, what I'm saying is, like, yeah. the, the ending could not have been yeah. more. Like, well, and there's one more as thing the with the As the film started and we go to the stacks, I think, this has got potential. And then you realize that's all you're going to learn about. With well, the then stacks. you drown in nostalgia, and then you get yeah. a film that has just the the weakest payoff possible. So I've got more problems with the end. Yeah, good. Um, so when Og showed up, yeah, and it was like, Og, you're alive. And I'm like, did I miss the part where we were concerned about Og? Did yeah. we did we mention that in yeah. the <laughs> yeah. movie at yeah, any they're point? They're young kids. They just assumed he was dead. I'm like, I don't, I yeah. don't understand that. Old people did, die. He but did the other log thing too. In, so he must be dead. So. The whole point of the contest yes. was so that Wade wasn't supposed to sign the contract. Indeed, so that he could. So that he could yes. sign a contract yes. and take over. But with a group. With a, yeah, exactly. So five of them running it is better <laughs> yeah, yeah. than the one. Um, right. Like I was expecting they were going to make like the Oasis completely free because that would have been a nice contrast to like, you know, Sorrento and how he wanted to monetize everything. But like, that's. That would be well, that's the that's down. the problem with Spielberg. In the end, if you want a revolution in this movie, oh, you're not you, going to get it from Spielberg. You have to disconnect the Oasis right from the capitalist system that it exists within. Oh yeah, right. That's the only, like you said. You have to make it free. You have to do something right. that's not pay to play. Right. But Spielberg cannot. He does not have. That kind of imagination, well, that, well, or that, that kind thing. of radical bent well, and to again, his thinking. This is Spielberg. This is also kind of the issue with with the nostalgia that the film is pretty heavily layered in. Yeah. Is it's not about overthrowing the system, right? They don't overthrow the system. No, it's just a different group of people taking it over, right? Yeah, running again, the system, like, game. and again, but running the system in a more enlightened kind of way, theoretically. But they're still no, no, telling people what they have to do. But if you think about what we're talking about in the comic book class right now, and sort of the limits of liberalism. Oh, this was this was the, the inability of American liberals historically yeah. to think outside of the capitalist system, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Means they that don't. that even when they're in power, you get reforms, right? But they're like taking Tuesday, Thursday off in the Oasis. Yeah. Well, you've got to assume they're still profiting off of the Oasis of course as they the are. owners yeah. as much as so what makes them any different than IOI? Well, in that they're not locking people because that's they don't that's lock the people one, yeah. up, and there's five of them. That was besides the other, yeah. that, I don't know. Yeah, because that was the other yeah, thing I that I like. What was it? The um, oh, I was looking at the Wikipedia entry, and they had the description of the end of the movie. Yeah, um, Sorrento and Zandor are arrested, 
and IOI is heavily restructured as a company with the indentured servitude division removed. Yeah. Oh, which well, I just I was God. like, oh yeah, that's pretty much yeah. They basically well, we got fix, rid of it. Didn't we fix all of our labor problems in American history when we got rid of indentured servitude? Oh yeah, that, oh that, oops, that led them. to slavery, didn't it? So yeah, well mm. you know yeah, per- perhaps. Uh, but again, but yeah, like it made no. It is a quintessentially it go, it goes back mainstream to my, American film. It is, in that but way. it goes back to the idea of like there's no world building because as far right. as I can tell. It doesn't seem like, except for Wade and Samantha, who now have a very nice apartment to live in and make yeah. out all the time, yeah. it doesn't really seem like the material conditions of people's lives in this film have changed at all. I can't imagine how they could have. Yeah, and even that, like, even— Well, no, they're better because they're not in on Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so enjoy your they... hellish dystopia that we don't know anything about well, maybe twice they, a maybe week. Maybe they take a bath twice a week now, uh, which would be— <laughs> But the other thing, too, is, is— They play games that aren't online. Again, another contradiction <laughs> Or another company film. builds online games. Yeah, another yeah. contradiction in the film Why is the that whole— happened, actually? Forget Oasis. You know, there's, there's a whole thing of how, like, everybody clans up, and, yeah. and Parzival's right. like, oh, I'm not a member of a clan, and Artemis is not a member of a clan. Yeah. Yet they're called the High Five. I'm like, you guys are a clan. There's yeah. five of you. You're no different than a clan. Yeah. And now a clan has taken over. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it just had so many problems. And, and like, it right. contradi- like so because, many contradictions. Because it wanted to take on a really profound question but wanted to do so by channeling it through 80s nostalgia. Well, but I'm not even sure that because I'm not sure it really wanted to challenge everything because I'm not sure that well, I didn't say, did, I didn't say challenge everything. I said it wanted to take on a big question. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a big question. It's, mm, yeah. you know, but like that their, their fix is essentially what I imagine. Tuesday becomes like Candy Crush Tuesday. Like nobody can get into the Oasis. So you just right. play Candy Crush all day Tuesday. Yeah. Then yeah. Wednesday Man. you go back in. And then Thursday. Yeah. Is I don't know. Angry Birds. Yeah. Mm. No, Thursday's Facebook Day. I don't think Facebook's gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So it just it had like the the. It just had this very sort of. It was very superficial. I in totally terms I, of what it was doing, like its ideas <coughs> of it was Spielberg revolution. Yeah, yeah. Right? It, it's a typical yeah. Spielberg movie in yeah. that it maintains a status quo. Like the status right. quo does not seem to change. Which is my fundamental kind of problem with Private Ryan too. Yeah. It's not a film that challenges the status quo of how we think about violence and war no. and heroism. No. Yeah, but instead just, celebrates them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, I, we didn't like the film. I, when I left the film, yeah, I felt I was like, well, that you know, was sort of a a harmless piece of of yes. entertainment and whatnot. Yeah. But the more I thought about it in preparing for the show, I'm like, yeah. no, this movie's bad. Like, it's just not in terms of of like what what kind of it's ideas it's perpetuating yeah. about you know capitalism and power and revolution. Like, yeah. none of them are good. It's it's bad. Like to me, it was. Is a fluff piece. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's perfectly entertaining until you get to the chase scene at the end, which I found just interminable. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I thought the I, film. I, I went in expecting nothing of the film. I thought the trailers made it look like trash. Yeah. And it it showed better than that, but the real problem with the film is like Dark Knight politics kind of problems. Yeah. Like it's just politically. Politically, it's it's wants to kind of show kids staging a revolution. Yeah. But doesn't have the courage. To follow through with what that ought to be. Well, yeah. Well, it's not. It doesn't have the courage to follow through on a revolution. That, right. Because that yeah. that's not that's not what nostalgia is going to give you. Right. That's not what a Spielberg movie is going to give you. Right. No, exactly. Uh, but that's the problem. With it's the about film, literally right? just who has the power in this society, yeah. changing hands. Yeah. But to good people, so it's okay. Yeah. To to good people, they're still their very first act is somewhat draconian. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. You can You cannot do this Tuesdays and Thursdays. Like. Because we know better. Yeah. We know better. We will raise you up. We yeah. will parent you to like something better. Yeah, it's it's condescending. It's draconian. Like they're you know they're not doing anything. Like how is that different than IOI? Yeah. Well, they're not a corporation. Oh, no concentration camps. Well, they are a corporation. Like yeah. they inherit the corporation. Yeah, they basically well, become five the corporation. People. We we know what they look like, so it's not like as much of a corporation. Yeah, I guess so. So <laughs> it's just yeah, it's all just very just flat. Well, there's some good news then. We've trashed the film in 33 minutes. All right. We've got a little time to talk about 80s nostalgia. Yes, that seems Easter like, eggs. That seems like the next thing to go on to. Easter. All right. <laughs> so here's another one of my big complaints. Yaha. Uh-huh. Um, 
DC clearly got their money's worth out of this movie. Yes. Batman, Superman, the Joker, Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. I didn't see Superman. Uh, he's mentioned at some point. Oh, the the Clark Kent glasses. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. And Lex Luthor gets quoted. That's right, that's right. Um, and Wonder Woman's like a patch on H's okay. um, Jack. I didn't see it, but I read it somewhere. Okay. <laughs> so Spielberg wants me to believe mm-hmm. that in the yeah. space of 20 years or so, right. DC has completely outcompeted Marvel. So that Marvel heroes are extinct. Whoa, 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 whoa. But the DC heroes but are no, everywhere. What you're, but what you're forgetting. I find it hard to believe. No, actually that is somewhat believable. Yes. Because in kind of the video game adaptation of comic book properties world, yeah. it is the exact opposite of the movies in that DC has done much better than Marvel. Yeah. And all the versions you see in the film are the video game versions. It's the, okay. it's the Arkham City Harley Quinn. Nonetheless – once, oh, once they've built, that makes sense. Well, it doesn't, because once they've built the Oasis where you can hang out with the Iron Giant or mm-hmm. any characters you want, yeah, it seemed somewhat capitalism fishy to me mm-hmm. that it was the DC characters that you saw. Well, it's interesting, yeah, because I, I just assumed from the lack of Marvel and the lack of Star Wars yeah. that they didn't – They obviously, I was like, oh, they obviously didn't get permission. Yeah. I'm Disney sorry. at least gave him permission for Star Wars. Yeah, right. There was a Princess Leia in there. Was at there? Some I, point. I missed yeah. Princess I, Leia. Uh, yeah, but you would think Disney would have given them permission for Marvel as well. See, and, but here's the thing that most angers me about this film: mm-hmm. that the the reason for its existence for so many people is just to catalog the cultural references. Yes, to catalog. So you can go online, you can find. These incredibly like intricate lists. Yes, it's kind of like Easter egg hunting has become a sport in its own right. Like mm-hmm. it's a place where nerds try to out nerd one another. Yes, like peacocks preening at like like for no mm-hmm. sensible reason. Well, that actually zoo. gets into you know like, like that gets into some of the controversy that yeah. erupted around the book. Well, there's a lot of controversy on the book. Well, but the 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 big one is you know when the yeah. book first came out in 2011. It was seen as kind of like just this harmless romp through nostalgia, you know, 80s pop culture and things like that. And then the whole Gamergate thing happened. That made things a little more And the book kind of became emblematic of that kind of of toxic kind of gatekeeping of Mm -hmm. pop culture and what it means to be, you know, a nerd or a geek and the way in which that sort of excluded (laughs) things. When I was talking to Bobby about the film, he's like, Oh, so it's it's a film about sort of toxic white masculinity. Yes, you would in think. the way in which the world is completely constructed around. Yes. If you take away the toxic part, because the yeah. film doesn't really seem to see it as all that toxic. Well, Bobby did. Yeah. Well. Yes. Yeah. 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 The, but, I like, Bobby did. but like all toxic. that's good that be mined out of the '80s really kind of comes from a very gamergate. Yeah. Kind of place. By the way, was it too self-loathing to describe the two of us as peacocks preening senselessly in a zoo? We yeah. described ourselves as that. Yeah, I just said that's well. well that's that's kind of what we're doing. That's not what we do. What do we do? No, we're not going through and cataloging all the pop culture. Okay, but we, so we don't try to out nerd each other. We're not. Like, well, no, because number one, because we're not two white men doing. We it, all were totally sure. two white men. But also, I'm pretty sure when it comes to the mm, the, there yeah. are many things on this show that I come in second. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's not on on nerd nostalgia. Oh. So oh no! You're it's the not that you're competing. It's you've already won. Yeah, exactly. There, okay. That's not a competition. <laughs> that didn't prove your point that at is, all. That is, you do understand, <laughs> even more senseless peacock preening on your part. Yes. Yeah, you're not going to get a mate. I'm totally going to zoo. Get, I'm, I'm totally pretty sure mate. you're not. Oh no, because I'm going to be the preeniest peacock in the zoo. <laughs> and if not, he'll hey, just ladies. make one hey, out of Legos. I am the preeniest. Each of my feathers is a different reference to a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Each more obscure than the last. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Taking you down a rabbit hole of absolute <laughs> <That's> nonsense. Right. <laughs> Showing the madness. Well, Patrick Hamilton's story. Ain't I special? Yeah. <laughs> a rabbit hole of absolute nonsense. That's a great yeah. book title. Yep. So. So, uh, did it, what kind of references do you want to talk about in the film? I just, I wanted to talk about the superhero stuff. I gotta say, I really didn't find yeah. the pop culture nostalgia Easter egg. Yeah. Almost. All that compelling. I thought you would. Was it too obvious for somebody of it your was, astuteness? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because you're I so think, good at no, it I think that the, it was kind of hitting people over the head with well, it. Well, th- no, the problem is that, you know, having read the book, yeah. particularly in terms of the challenges, yeah. the challenges in the book are much more involved. 
first off in the book, there are two layers to every challenge. There's like yeah. the initial challenge that gets you in. Oh, boy. And then there's – so, for example, what's the first challenge in the movie? Yeah, there's the race, right, where you yes. have to race backwards yes. underneath Kong. And that is the whole thing. Well, there's driving backwards, then – And then you get the key. Get the key. Yeah. So in the first one, in the book – Yeah. He has to play through a virtual Dungeons and Dragons module, module. Okay. Win a game of Joust, and then complete a simulation of the movie War Games. Wow. For game number two, or challenge number two. Yeah. He has to play a perfect game of Pac-Man, <laughs> solve the text game of Zork, unlock a Voight comp machine from Blade Runner, play the arcade game Black Tiger, which I don't even know what that is. And then figures out something about a rush song to get the second key. Boy, it seems very boring. Well, the book does make it kind of, of boring. And yeah, I can understand okay. why the film kind of uh, – none of those right. really work visually. No, like what they did was three very visual kinds of challenges. Yeah. Well, except for the third one. Well, people falling through the ice. Yeah, but the problem is that they got the through the second one. Yeah. They got the clue, which said something about, you know, divide by the magic number and whatnot. Yeah. And nobody does that. They just randomly start playing Atari games. And I'm like, yeah. wasn't there, like, a clue that we should be looking at to try to figure <laughs> yeah. out? But it was like, no, try this game. No, try this game. Oh, no, it's this game. I'm like, there was a clue. Like, By the way, they, they, had, the an, the they, they had an entire army. Why were they taking the games one at a time? Oh, we, well, because that, I think that's the way the game is set up, that you can only do one at a time on that TV. Like, that's oh, the way how they set it up. got it, and that got it. There's okay, only that one enough. terminal. So that, that I didn't have a problem with. So you didn't care for all the Back to the Future references? No. No? The King Kong? No, nah, it was fine, but... Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark? Where was the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Um, in his Halliday's childhood bedroom, there's a poster for the 1981. Oh, yeah, Indiana well, Jones yeah, well, his movie. room was... And Rush, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the, the Iron Giant. I've never seen the Iron oh, Giant. Oh, I love the Iron uh, Giant. Is it good? Oh, yeah. it's so good. It um, is so good. I also never saw Buckaroo Banzai, so that didn't really speak to me. I did see that, but that was a, that's, that's a pretty deep dive. That's neat. I don't know if it's good. It's a, it's a cult classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, th the other thing, too, is I don't understand, based on the nature of these challenges. Yeah. Let's just say it doesn't speak well of the intelligence of this world. Yes. That they couldn't figure out these challenges sooner. Yeah. Like, literally, like, Wade goes in to the museum that apparently has on regular display right. Halliday saying, wouldn't it be nice if we could go backwards? Yeah. And nobody up until this point thought, oh, let's try that on the race. Well, maybe the Oasis has made people stupid. I mean, it's possible that's true. Possibly. Uh, it struck well, me, too, they said they have... time playing video games might then make you smarter. They have all of Halliday's memories, right? right? Like, they've got all of this. Which apparently Og spends his day hanging out pretending to be the, the curator of that museum. Like, that seems sad. And he couldn't yeah. because he'd be doing it with different – anyway, I, yeah. confusing to me. But that they managed to hone in on, like, the two memories yes. that they must have. Right. Two memories that, by the way, have no direct connection to either – well, no, the first one do doesn't. Yeah. Like, why would that have any relevance to the race? Right. Like, right. There's, just, like, I'm, right. I'm so like, how does he know to go – like, there's no – To me, it was, it was Inspector Lewis antithesis kind no, of. No, no. It's yes. Gotham Riddler. It, okay, there you go. It's Gotham Riddler. That's a good – yeah, which is kind of the antithesis of – Which actually might be unfair to Gotham Riddler. No. Oh, I don't think so. I don't but think. not much. But yeah, like it's just like <laughs> – like, like that made no sense. And then the Shining one was like such a deep dive into yeah. – And yes. also the whole Shining sequence yeah. was really kind of just tonally off from the rest of the film. Like I'm sitting there watching, and, and yeah. you know, I'm in the theater, and, and Hope's there, you know, yeah. watching as well. I'm like, I don't think Hope is going to like this part. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, too, is that, like, that had no skill. Like, it's literally because H happens to see the picture on the wall yeah. of the two of them together, right? Halliday and his date, that they figure out where to go. And I'm like, okay, so it's not so much a challenge so much as just random luck. Yeah. No, like most it's, trivia. It's, it's flawed, I think. Yeah, like, it's just – it's so – everything in it is – like, there's so many elements of the film that are really just kind of watered down and flat. Yeah. To the point that these challenges don't really seem like challenges. That they really shouldn't well, have been this challenging. Well, it depends. And if the you third really one have to go no, through the third all one, the guys' Everybody memories. just ignores the challenges. Like, oh, let's just go to the castle and blow shit up. But, but you have to, if you have to go – can we say that poop. on the podcast? I said poop. We can't, but whatever. Okay. I said poop. Poop? Sure. Okay, so – but again, like, 
you'd have to look through all of his memories yes. to find an obscure reference to moving backwards uh-huh. that has nothing to do really with. Yeah, and so the design of the challenge. Yeah, yeah. It, it just like a true Easter egg. It struck me as implausible. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. It's it, it's a stretch beyond credulity. And I'm I'm okay with with I why I love Michael Bay I films. Say, you like I, Michael Bay I films. can put it aside, but so they were just clearly okay with bad movies. There were there's just no moment here no. where I I'm like okay like I'm willing to go Michael Bay on this thing. Like yeah. I'm willing to put myself in that Transformer mm-hmm. space because the movie doesn't make you want to be there. No, well, and that's the other thing too is is like everything just felt really underwhelming for me. Yeah, like I was expecting it to be like you know kind of this massive romp through like my childhood nostalgia, yeah. and it wasn't. But it see, but it kind of was. I'd argue the opposite was that there was so much nostalgia. That you couldn't romp through it. Oh yeah, yeah. it's just right? listing that, things. So you get this really weird moment where you dive deep into The Shining. Yeah, but everything it's else. 11th favorite is, horror novel, apparently. Right, is just a is just a uh, a, a glance. You know, yeah. it's Marvin the Martian walking across the corner of the I screen. I did like that because I love me some Marvin the Martian. Oh, that was might have been my favorite moment. I love Marvin. In retrospect, but the point being, there's so much of it. That I think it becomes it, it you become numb to it. it it's right. like it, there's no joy in finding Easter eggs. No, when they're being smashed in your face, yeah. like like you know you can't you can't miss them. Yeah. Well, there's also no context and, to it. Right, and there's so many yeah. that you just you draft. So here's a tour of the oasis, and how many things can you see? Yes, I can go climb on a mountain with Batman. I'm right. Like, okay. Like an old highlights magazine, like where you'd have to tell the pictures apart. Like mm. what's different in picture A and picture yeah. B. It, this film became an exercise in, for for too many people on the internet, just finding every little thing yeah. they yeah. could. Yeah, having stills and be like, right. Mm-hmm. And as you know, right. from me doing sixty episodes of this show, I don't like Easter eggs to begin you with. You do not like Easter eggs. And this this film was essentially not an Easter egg, yeah. but a collection of like four thousand and eight Easter and eggs. And yet, you can understand why someone who does not particularly care for Easter eggs might not be enamored of this film. Yes, explain. And, we, well, no, I'm saying that, that that's yeah. you. That, yes. That, that you, yeah. you can understand. It's like, this is not a movie made I, for Alan. I don't find that interesting at Yet, all. Yet, it seems like a movie should made be. for someone like it me. It should be. And I did not find the Easter egg hunting you. compelling. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't find it. Why not? Is well, it my theory that there's them. too many? Like, you're think, not even... It's like... I think there's too many. Uh, yeah, I think It's like going hunting with Trump Jr. on a game preserve where the animals are all caged. Yeah, there, there, there's too there's, many. There's no I sport in it. Um, I think part of it, too, is is that a lot of the nostalgia I, – I think part of the thing is, is yeah. you know, when the book is doing video game nostalgia, yes, it's the it's it's old school. Like, it's Atari. It's yeah. Joust, and it's, you know, right. whatever the tank game. Like, it's that stuff. Pitfall. It, yeah, like it's the, like oh, this was much more game, like no. the, like the <laughs> modern era of gaming. I think it was just tank battle, right? And Halo, yeah, and like was it Battlefield? I can't remember. What it was. It would kind of make sense, like it's, it's in an a era way, of right? That, that, that the that I'm not as aware right. of. That or the or Oasis care about as much. would be grounded in the '80s because of Halliday, but to meet consumer demand, because it is right. of course a capitalist endeavor, right. they would bring in Halo or Overwatch or whatever kinds yeah, of characters. Yeah, which all those there things are there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, so part of that. Also, in terms of, like, the big battle scene, like, it was just too muddy to tell who people were in a lot of those scenes. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's a film that wants you to go back and, like, pause it. Yeah, but I have no Over and over and over again so that you can kind of find them all. Yeah. Right, I don't either. Yeah. It's like one of those massive Marvel posters they make mm-hmm. or used to make that has, like, every Marvel character on it. Those are great posters. Never understood why somebody would want one of those. I've got one of the 30th anniversary Avengers from George Perez in my room. Well, George Perez is George Perez. Yeah, but George Perez generally. In your room, by you mean your bedroom? Yes. Tank Troopers, by the way, is the name of the game. No, that's not the name no, of the game. No, it was like Tank Battle. It was like Battlefield. No, it wasn't Battlefield. It was, it wasn't Tank Battle. Battle. No, what was it? No, the Atari sure tank game. It wasn't Tank Battle. I don't think it was Tank Battle. What was, was the ca- what was the was that also the cowboy one where you hid behind cactus? What? You never played that game? No. You were a cowboy and there was a cactus, but if you shot your opponent's cactus, it would have gradually kind of eat away. Combat. Combat. That's there what you it was. Go. Combat. That was a great Trying game. Trying to figure out a toy game. So we had the words. weird geometric yeah. things, and you had to, oh, I love that. So, and some of them you could make the, like, you'd oh, shoot you the tank and it would bounce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you Valerie could catch somebody that, around. I was really good at figuring out, like, the bounce. The angle. And so she'd be hiding yeah. behind, and I'd just be shooting her. Yeah. So good. 
Yeah, combat. I did like, but that's the thing. Like that. Wait, wait, what was the boxing game? Punch out, like where you get somebody oh. on the ropes and then they just Mike Tyson's get out. Punch was Mike, out. Was no, it was before Tyson's Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh. There was. I don't think I so played the boxing one. Before that, there was one where you saw from the. So like the guy's head was a circle, and then you had two circles that were your hands, and that was. Yeah, it. I don't think I ever played yeah. that one. You get them in the corner though, and they would just go back and forth, and it was yeah. the game over. Yeah. The other thing is watching them actually play adventure in this movie. Yeah. I'm like, why did we ever think these games were good? Like, I these, thought adventure. Oh my god. Was. Unfreaking believable oh, when too. it came out. It oh, was, yeah. Oh, my and God. And I'm watching that on the screen. I'm like, why did I play that game? Yeah. It looks so bad. You're just a, you're just a little square. A little square. Yeah. Moving through, you know, square oh, hallways. Oh, look, there's a snake there in the completely open area. I guess I won't go see the snake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So that was one of the things. Is, is, like, it purported to be kind of 80s nostalgia, particularly 80s video game nostalgia, and yeah. it wasn't. Like, it was... 90s movies and like 90s, which I, I again well, I can there was I can 80s stuff in there too, but not as much I as mean, I would have liked. Right? Yeah. I um, to me there was too much of all of it. Yeah. It yeah. just it it. Drowned for me there was there was it. either yeah for me there was almost not enough. Yeah. Because it really was not like it was like oh that's the that's the T Rex from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh that's King Kong. Which reminds me of a couple fair files I brought with me. All right. From The Hollywood Reporter. I've only got one other fair file. The film is so chock full of nods to the past that it feels less like an action movie and more like a nostalgia delivery system. Yeah, that's probably fair. Okay, he goes on. Okay. Well, it's somewhat fascinating in a novelty kind of way to see Spielberg make a film that's so directly about nostalgia instead of his earlier films, which created nostalgia on their own. Hmm, that's an interesting point. It doesn't make Ready Player One a nostalgic totem on its own. Instead of making something new, this movie is too content just reminding people how great other stuff is. Yeah. Says the person who didn't see the movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd say that's fair. I'm not sure it's reminding me how great other stuff is. Yeah. It's think, reminding me there's other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there lots of it. There's stuff. American capitalism has made a lot of stuff. I mean, that's the thing. Is it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's... It's not. It's a film that really kind of celebrates capitalism as a system. You know, doesn't see any fundamental flaws in capitalism. Right. You know, all it needs is you know, capitalism's fine. It's it's, it's just it's who's great. in charge of capitalism. It's actually great. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I don't like. Yeah, yeah, I just I found it very. Not that I'm the most Marxist of people. Um, no, I would never describe you as Marxist. But I just really like. I'm literally talking like in my notes. I'm talking about like the material conditions and. Yeah. You know. They're just changing who owns the means of production. And I'm like, yeah, this is not a movie that's doing well. I mean, it, yeah, from from yeah. that kind of standpoint, it's a terrible film. It, it's not good. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember, like, what – when Samantha's talking about revolution, like, what she even describes it as. Because even that, like, was a very vacant kind of yeah, it, the revolution. Film, vacant would be, like, if they were going to take a quote from us to put yeah. on the Blu-ray when it comes out. Which they would not because be we're pretty critical. Pretty vacant. Yeah, well, and the movie in general is just vacant. Yeah, I think that's... Um, like, none of the but, characters but, have any depth to them. The but, world well, has well, no depth. Time out for a minute. Sandy Angulo Chen mm -hmm. wrote the following for Common Sense Media. Although the many story changes might be hard for book purists to accept. Meh. Steven hmm. Spielberg has lovingly captured the zeitgeist of 80s nostalgia. Oh, in I this just adventure. saw that online too. Yeah, I gotta say foul on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did like the zeitgeist. Like, ooh, yeah, you're tossed in the woods. Well, zeitgeist means you're smart. <laughs> but it doesn't hide yeah. how wrong this is. Well, for yeah. number one, it's not it's not the 80s zeitgeist. Yeah. It's more 90s. If there's a zeitgeist being captured, it's it's 90s into the like early 2000s more than anything else. Let me uh, give you one final fair or foul. Okay, then. well, I've got one too. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Well, you've you've done a couple, so let me do mine. Okay, jeez. Uh, this one's this one I think is, is pretty. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Kurt oh. Busiek's uh, Twitter page. Really? Yes. Okay. Comic book writer. You do love him. I do. It's fun. It's clever. It's packed with fake heart and thin characters, but it sure keeps moving. It keeps moving. I, I, <laughs> I like fair. That. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it well until the car chase at the end. Where they're technically moving, but it doesn't feel like they yeah. are. No, they feel well. They're they're running around in like an old, yeah, post office van. Yeah, that apparently the IOI souped up cars can't really do anything about. Nope. And just kind of literally like when you think about it, just the physics of it. Literally, the two IOI cars 
yeah. are on either side of the van. So they're just bumping the van into yeah. each other. And they're not well-coordinated. Yeah. Like, they, there's, yeah, it's... Next, uh, you should start shooting the van and hitting each other, you know? Like just well, considering they've got the air drones yeah. that can plant bombs. Like, why not have an air drone plant a bomb on that thing? See, like or, like, five or six. Better solutions or a spike strip. might have existed. Or any number of things that they could have done yeah. to make it more... The police are there. Have them right. yeah. it out. Oh, yeah, What's the police show up. Freeze! I'm like, yeah. wow, this, it felt like A-Team. This felt like, yeah. ended like A-Team. <laughs> let's, so let's end on a more positive note. This I'm is, positive I will not okay. see this movie again. A smarter note. This is from the New York Times, so by definition it has to be smart. Mm-hmm. At a time when nerd culture, from Transformers to Marvel and DC's super films to okay. Star Wars. Uh, one of those things is not like the others. So at a time when nerd <laughs> culture already has Hollywood in a seemingly unbreakable five-finger death grip, <laughs> Ready Player One tries to reach in two directions at once. Mm. It giddily embraces the modern film industry's dependence on prefabricated and largely male-centric fandoms. Okay, that seems fair. But it also gestures toward more innocent times, invoking memories of Mr. Spielberg's earnest early filmography. Yeah, that's probably fair. I mean, it's it's it's. There's an innocence to it, but I think one of your complaints is that it's not an authentic innocence. Well, right? I think it's, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a, a innocence, full innocence. The in it, well, the, it's an innocence that that betrays the vacancy of the film. Yeah. Right? It can it can only be innocent because it's vacant. Well, it, kind it can of only s- be innocent because it can't imagine a different system. Well, or that it imagines capitalism as kind of an innocent system. Right. That you know, oh, it's just the people in control of it. God, I am really Marxist today. Um, <laughs> this is fun. usually it, you're kind of taking Take my the part. Power of I know this is this is weird. Um, like imagine, oh, capitalism is is a completely innocent system. It's yeah. just, you know, IOI, bad capitalism. Right. High five, oh, they'll be good. I'm like, really? Because their first act is to order people what to do. Because they're, they're – but they are individuals, right? And we love individualism in America. Yeah, well, that, that's the other thing too yeah. is, is the movie sort of seemed like it was going to critique that because of, you know, uh, what is it, Olivia Cook? Yes. Her character at that one point is like, oh, you call yourself Parzival after the night that decided he was going to find the Holy Grail all by himself. Yeah. And then, of course, that's exactly what happens. And everyone's like, no, Wade, you deserves to find it. It's like, okay, so yeah. we are going back to you that individual yeah. model of heroism. Yeah. Like, it's all about the the individual white male, even though Artemis clearly is a, several steps ahead of you. Yes. Now, the issue is that, that the movie somehow yeah. actually managed to be better than the book in terms of Artemis's character. Yeah. Because she does nothing in the book. Yeah. I mean, the whole, like— Getting captured by IOI and getting into the lo- – that's all Wade in the book. Yeah. Uh, she literally shows up at the end as the prize he gets wow. in a way for, for – yeah, The book does sound worse than the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, the book, is, that, the book is, is – Quite frankly is – Yeah, the book, the, book has some, the book has issues in terms of so, – I don't, I don't know that it's fair to lump Klein in entirely with the Gamergate kind of people right. – um, but the book betrays but the, some blind spots. But too. the book does kind of embody a mentality towards pop culture that I think Gamergate very much derives from. Right. Well, I, it, I think it would be fair to say gate. at the end here that perhaps, like Spielberg's, um, his innocence or mm-hmm. his his failure to to see the systemic problem and or the innocence it, he presumes right. that exists is not Spielberg's, but it is America's. Yes. We have elected Donald Trump, corporate titan of sorts, of sorts. I suppose, to fix the system, mm. to disrupt the system. Yeah. And right? It's going fairly so, well. Well, Spielberg's inability to kind of imagine something different mm-hmm. is very much reflective of where we are yeah. today. Oh, they have, this is not a film that is going to inspire any kind of – change of mind it's not supposed to like it's not like right. no one's gonna watch this film and think i've got to change the world right because because yeah. the world the real world in this film doesn't matter it, but it, it also is because it's okay like it's oh, it's fine it's okay yep. like the people way things are people just need to take tuesdays and thursdays off from being you know jacked into the oasis and yep. and you know you know make out with people and then go back to exactly what they were doing problem solved you know yep. so yeah. you know twice yeah, a week we're going to crash the worldwide economy. <laughs> I, can I be honest with you? I really thought that this was going to be like your day to celebrate no. when we left last week. 
Uh, oh, you would, again. This you, really you would, kind of boomeranged. No, way. Would, I didn't expect. Yeah, no, you would, like, I, like, this watching the film. This should have been your film. It should have been. should have been. It should have been. It wasn't. No. And, like, like, even, like, by the time we got to, like, the chase scene and all that, I literally was sitting there just like, I really wish this movie was done now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. this movie yep. needs to be done. Like, I will say that, like, I guess the movie's, like, two and a half hour long. It yeah. didn't feel that long to me. Until the end. But by the, Well, even by the end of uh, it, I was like, that didn't... felt like two and a half hours. But at the end, I'm <laughs> like, this movie could be done. Yeah. This movie should be, like... You know and, what else? And, you know what else could be and should be done, given that we're at 58 minutes right now? Our show. Indeed. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. Maybe.